there, weary traveler. Welcome to the inn. Sit, sit, rest your feet. Why, it's a long journey on the road to Tavalon. Have a cup of tea. Or maybe a frothy ale. The light. Why, you're just in time for the entertainment. Here are your hosts, Tracy and Amber. Hello and welcome back. I'm here with my friend Tracy. I'm here with my friend Amber. And this is the Road to Tarvalon, a Wheel of Time podcast. And we have watched officially, officially, the Wheel of Time TV show. Mm-hmm. We it's did here. it. It's here. Yeah. It's it's here. <laughs> that was how I started like the show notes for a YouTube video. I'm like, it's here, it's here, because that's all. That's all that kind of plays in my head is like, it's here. It's arrived. It was worth the wait. I think it was worth the wait. Since we were recording so late when we watched it, (laughs) I feel like we're a little bit more like fresh faced now. Truth. Bright eyed and bushy tailed. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's some things that I missed Mm -hmm. or maybe didn't say how I wanted to say it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) I feel as though we hit those with a lot of kind of nervous excitement too. And it was our first time seeing it. And they filmed those shows beautifully. And they've done... The cinematography is great. It really, really is. All of those locations, like these sprawling hills, foggy kind of misty high altitude and then some there's there's just a lot of like variety there and I feel like I want to go on all of those locations for vacation (laughs) 2022 2023 maybe 2022 we can swing it make it a business trip no (laughs) yeah right a business trip yeah I think I have to say, out of the three episodes, episode two was my favorite. Okay. Why? Yeah. Having Moraine around and having her and Lan bring these kids out and away, and they're kind of explaining the world and kind of guiding them. We have really fun interactions between multiple groups set up. Mm -hmm. So we've got... All of the white cloak interaction was Mm. really cool. It was done really well. The bad guy white cloaks were really bad. The type of acting where it just makes your skin crawl. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it wasn't cheap. It didn't Mm. feel Mm. cheesy. It just felt really gritty and kind of dirty. And I liked it. I felt as though... Perhaps the creepiest touch that they added to it, but that also gave it an added layer. That was pretty good. Not gonna lie. Oh, here, let me let me dab this little bit of blood. Mmm, yum. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more the fact that, like, as he's taking the ring off of her severed hand and talking to her as she's mm-hmm. burning alive, he's smiling. He, in his mind, is doing the work of the light, and he may know that he's pretty awful, but at the same time, he's smiling. 
That's creepy. To me, that is creepy. He feels he's right. I just have to hand it to that actor who did an amazing job. And I like how they're setting up the white cloaks. It's similar to what they did in The Great Hunt, Mm -hmm. where Joffrey Bornhold is sent to Toman Head, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And he has to meet up with questioners Mm -hmm. in a village Mm -hmm. on the way there. And I don't think it was Eamon Valda. It was another questioner. It was his second, Keridan's, it's Keridan's second in command. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'd have to look. Same. Regardless, Regardless. it's Joffrey Bornhold being placed in this, town Mm -hmm. with questioners and we've got the questioners feeling like they are in charge Mm -hmm. that they are equals with the lord captain commander Mm -hmm. pedro nile Mm -hmm. and joffrin bornhold feeling kind of upset that he has been chosen to go be kind of this middleman between pedro nile and the inquisitors the questioners Mm -hmm. And this is when the questioners say that they pacified, they pacified. the village. Yep. And Joffrey Bornhold is like, so I just hope that these idiots didn't throw all the dead bodies in the river where they're going to wash downstream yep. and people will see them. Yep. So I think we might be setting up Joffrey Bornhold as kind of a bit more honorable. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who mentioned to Moraine, go to Whitebridge and get healed by a sister yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Not one of her sisters because he didn't know she's an Aes Sedai. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> but, <laughs> Good but, point. Yeah. And there is also that moment, too, where I had, like, this hesitation of, is he setting her up? Like, mm. because it does seem kind of bizarre that he would tell her to go to an Aes Sedai, mm-hmm. right? Like, it was a little, like... That was that was my initial reaction. I like, I like the interpretation of him being a more honorable person, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... Yeah. And I think, I feel like that's how he comes across in the books. Mm-hmm. He comes across as an honorable man. He feels what he does is right. He definitely does not seem as though he agrees with the tactics of the questioners, but he does seem to think that people should follow the light and the children of the light are there Mm -hmm. to be the messenger. And I think that that's an important thing to have is the not every single white cloak is the same because it's just it's another smaller section of humanity. So you're going to have a little bit of good outliers exactly yeah. but the questioners definitely they they seem to attract their own like if there was a serial killer recruitment group it would also be known as the questioners that's how i feel about that yeah who do you think perrin and Egwene are going to run into do you think it's going to be joffrey bornhold and company or from like, questioner and company. Do you mean from the end of episode two or the end of episode three? The end of episode three because because they have to get kidnapped by the White Cloaks, oh. right? Eventually. Are they including that? Do we know? 
there's scenes from the trailer where they're being encircled by that's right that's cloaks, right that's remember? right and there were tinker no honey i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Okay. I want I, to, which is why I need you. <laughs> no, you're right. I remember that scene exactly now. I would have to rewatch it and see if we can deduce who is actually in that clip. Like, as far as who's encircling Perrin and Nguyen, whether it's Bornhalds or Valda's children. Yeah. Ooh. But. What I was going to say is there's real potential here to have a very nightmarish capture sequence yes. with Perrin and Egwene, depending yes. on who they run into. And I have a feeling it might be Eamon Valda's sick posse of pukes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Valda's vanguard of vomiters. <laughs> I wanted to like put it all together with the Vs because I liked your posse of pukes part. I was like, how can we incorporate Valda in that? Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. It, you know, I wasn't even trying. <laughs> you don't even have to. I love that. It would it would make sense. Like the minute you say that it's it's potentially Valda that's captured them, it makes did you find it? Yeah. Okay, it's probably the quickest little sequence. Yeah, I remember. I know I know we paused on it at some point when we were going through it on our breakdown, because that was when we noticed that there was like a person all in like striped gear behind them and that that must be a dead tinker off to the side. Okay, I think it's, I think it's Joffrem's group. Do you? Yeah, and I think it's probably coming up next episode because Aram is on the ground. Oh. He's the tinker that was like laying on the ground. I wondered. Oh man! But the three white cloaks that are circling him. None of them are Eamon Valda. So if they're set up with Joffrey Bornhold like they are in the books, maybe they'll be treated a little bit better. Maybe it'll be a little bit more mind game, not so much torture posse. (laughs) Do you remember which directions Valda said he was taking his group and Bornhold said he was taking his group? Because I know they were planning on splitting paths. And we know that everyone's heading off to the east. I think. Bornhold or Valda? Valda. Then it's going to be Valda. Should we fast forward through that episode and just go straight to it and see? Sure. But I think as far as all the episodes right now have been, the White Cloaks are the most compelling Mm -hmm. adversaries. Mm Absolutely. I love the Trollocs. I love the Shadow Spawn, mm-hmm. but they can't talk. There's no dialogue. There's, it's not, they're not smart creatures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's no, no, there's nothing, there's no political intrigue around Trollocs. There's no politicking. Mm-mm. There's, it's just kind of one note bashing of brains. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and really, like, on the opening of episode three, where mm-hmm. Nynaeve's been dragged away, and then that Trolloc drops her, and there's a wounded Trolloc in front of him, like, in front of the Trolloc that had been carrying mm-hmm. Nynaeve. And, like, for a moment, I was like, wait a minute, are they going to show that Trollocs, like, look out for other Trollocs? And I, think, I thought that for a second too. The Trolloc kind of whimpered. Exactly. And I was like, are they family Trollocs? Exactly. Are they, is he gonna be like, oh, little Johnny? Let me, is your tummy hurting? Yeah. Let me lick your wound. <laughs> and then he was like, no. no. Just started pulling his intestines out. And I think Nynaeve had that reaction too. Like I think I think it was a really good touch to put in there because like we are still learning who the Trollocs are, what kind of creatures they are. And this is the first time anyone in the two rivers has seen a Trolloc. Like, they're like, what are those things? And so, of course, she's going to be curious and watch. And as a healer, when she hears something in pain, she's going to think, heal, take care of. And instead, this Trolloc was like, light snack. So it was, mm-hmm. I really liked how visceral it was. Like that mm-hmm. Trolloc went to town, teeth and claws and mm-hmm. everything. It was so good. Like it was so pulled from the books. I did find the spot with the white cloak. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He says he wants to take a contingent south. Okay. Uh, Valda does. Valda says he wants to okay. take a contingent south. Tarvalin is kind of south and then Bornhold is like the woman said the Trollocs went west you are meant for battle the questioners don't do battle we questioners have a high purpose yeah okay so so they're heading south and our travelers are heading east so I think it'll be Joffram's group I, ag- that I agree Egwene and Perrin run into and i think it'll probably be next episode do you think we'll get and i fire? hope Ooh, i don't know i hope so though he's he's the baddie in that group well yeah and dane is also kind of a jerk right i think I, i'm just really excited to hear them name them like son like when he's Joffrey's talking to dane mm-hmm. like it's his son It'll be cool to see, like, which ones carry through from the books. Will we get a Dane? Will we get mm-hmm. a Byer? Yeah. But. Byer would be a good addition. Like, he's, mm-hmm. not, he's not a huge enough character that if they cut him, it would, it would make mm-hmm. a big difference to the story overall. But he's one of those really good minor char- characters that makes for an ex- excellent layer of texture to the story. Mm-hmm. I like his storyline a lot. Yeah, with the White Cloaks, I feel like they really elevated the story. Oh my there, gosh, yeah. There was a lot to think about, a lot to kind of hate. Like, yeah, so hateable. Oh my gosh. With how things are now in episode three... I think the plot takes some punches with all of them split up right now. Do you I'm not do? loving it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I feel like the Perrin and Equine situation might have been the weakest. It's always 
felt that way to me in the books as well. At least in the books, like the tinkers are like joyous and dancing and uplifting. And then in the show, they're kind of like scraggly and they were introduced in a way where it's like, should we fear them? Yeah, should we trust them? Yeah. And it was, it just didn't. I don't know. It was kind of like a cheap gotcha. Like, ooh, are these bad guys? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and then of course, like, they have the big dogs. Mm-hmm. And in the books, like, the big dogs are kind of playful. big, goofy, playful. Yep. The kids are so, yeah. rolling around playing with them. Yeah. 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 And then when we finally get into the Tinker Camp, then you get the children laughing and playing and running and i really music at every like yeah. campsite basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i really loved the colors mm-hmm. and the background some of the wagons were beautiful i uh, we needed we need like a wagon money shot do you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes, yes like <laughs> yes yeah the tinker wagons are one of my favorites right Tinker Wagon calendar to go along with our Men of the Two Rivers calendar. I love this idea. It is almost Christmas. You know, you're right? cracking on that. Oh my God. Can you imagine if Amazon? Oh, Amazon. I've seen your t shirts. They're okay. But you do not have a Men of the Two Rivers calendar. What are you doing with your life? A Tinker Wagon calendar. That would be amazing. I might like that even better. Right. I mean, can you imagine like the interior <laughs> like low shots rider, and like like Lowrider magazine where it's just like a sexy <laughs> Tinker babe. Okay, so I'm thinking totally different, like rustic <laughs> vibes, like how I feel when I look at like camper remodels where. They, like, make it all cozy and charming on the inside. Like, I'm thinking hanging herbs and, um, like, little cupboards for little spaces and, you know, things Mm -hmm. like that just really cleverly, intricately done on the inside because this is their home. Little tiny cabinets with, like, like, I feel like needles and and yarn and sewing kits and just all kinds of little knickknacks everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, and, and, and to me, those little touches of what we know about the Tinkers, if they just gave us kind of this lulling, slow shot as a group, we're walking through the campsite yeah. and like through one of the wagons mm-hmm. and opening a drawer, like pulling out a plate or a cup, yep. then walking them to the fire, serving them food. What a beautiful shot that would have been. Yep. But... They're constrained by time. Yeah. <laughs> they're we've only got eight episodes. And I think this is what's so hard about this show. They have to really like speed through us, speed us through and hit all of these places that we need to go, make it not feel choppy, yeah. where it's like we're here, then we're there, and wake up the next day and we're on the other side of the map. Like, you can't just mm-hmm. move your characters around like they're on a chessboard. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I think might be giving me a feeling about it. Like, I'm enjoying this series incredibly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really good. There are just some things that feel a little bit 
like they haven't got the right footing yet. Mm-hmm. Like they're still kind of like figuring it out. Mm-hmm. That's totally okay Absolutely. because it's been completely enjoyable. Yes. But I mean, if this is yeah. what it looks like for them to find their footing, I can't wait for them to fully find their footing. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, and there have been so many scenes already that I think really speak to the level of care amongst mm-hmm. our Emmons fielders. Like, mm-hmm. even though Perrin and Queen are separated from everybody else, oh gosh, when Perrin's like trying to light that fire and he's like, I'll get it. I'll get it. I can do this. Like, my heart's hurting oh, for him. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was hard to watch. He's cutting himself. Yeah. He's just kind of aggressively, like, smashing his rock with his yep. knife. And it's it's just like you feel his frustration. Yeah, and his You pain. feel his remorse. And Egwene's yeah, like, Yeah, and then Egwene keeps, well, Egwene keeps telling him, him it's not your fault, mm-hmm. Perrin. It's not your fault. Because she doesn't know. She doesn't know. But there is this theory that Layla is a dark friend. And I said on our last episode, maybe they're maybe they killed Perrin's wife and there will be some reveal later that it'll be something bigger than just woman in the fridge trope. Right. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we'll have something else. And I'm kind of hoping for that. Me too. Because Man, like I can I can totally poor, see it. I can totally this see poor it. Poor woman. She had a personality, she had a story. Where was she from? Who were her parents? Mm-hmm. Why were they angry at each other? What was their marital problem? Was she pregnant? Were they trying to get pregnant? Did she have beef with Egwene? Why didn't she go to the Egwene ceremony? Why I'm, you have did, so did many questions. That, though? Yeah, no, yeah. I love it. I'm just listening to your list. This is great. Because she didn't, she didn't want to be a part of the women's ceremony. Why do Why do her and Egwene have matching scars on their arm? Is this a women's circle thing? I didn't even notice that. Egwene had it, and Layla had it. Did any of the other women have it? I'd have to go back and watch it again. Huh? But. I mean, they already do like a physical alteration, if you will, to show the ascension to womanhood by braiding their hair. So I can't imagine. Yeah, it would be like tattooing yourself or yeah. like scarification. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm confused. Maybe it was just a coincidence, but at the very beginning, Rand looks at Egwene's arm and he like, the camera points to it Mm -hmm. and Rand looks at it and he makes a face Mm -hmm. and then like they cut away Mm -hmm. and with Layla it was when she's laying in bed with Perrin and maybe it was just a coincidence like she works on a forge she would have scars Mm -hmm. and burns Mm -hmm. but I can't understand what the significance is Mm -hmm. And I'll have to look through it again and see yeah, I questions. I definitely have to watch like all three episodes again. I feel as though we watched them so quickly. And one of the things that I missed because I, I didn't pay close enough attention to the subtitles was that our feisty woman 
that we were like thinking is Elspeth. Days. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that that was who it well, was until I was editing later on, and I was like, oh. What I was trying to what I was trying to convey is that I think Elspeth is cut and Days is taking over the character. Oh. Like, is this our Elspeth? Like, I is this see. our Elspeth character? Yeah, I just thought like when you said that it made mm-hmm. sense, but I didn't realize that they like she was an actual character from the book when you had said mm-hmm. that. I just mm-hmm. thought it was like you know random drunken woman mm-hmm. number one you know like i didn't know <laughs> i hadn't read the subtitles to see her name this is a character that i hope is reoccurring me too if we, if we have the battle of emmonsfield mm-hmm. and she's not there i will be so sad i will riot <laughs> i shouldn't say that is that People the only provocation real threat <laughs> I don't know. I said in our last episode that I hate Jeffrey Bezos. I will, so if that does not happen, <laughs> I will send Jeffrey Bezos a very politely worded email. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound slightly less threatening. I wanted to ask you about episode two. Okay. Was there anything that you really liked or were was kind of meh about? I thought the architecture in Shadar Logoth was probably one of the standouts. Yes. Yeah. We made that connection with the, the Notre Dame mm. Cathedral in Strasbourg mm-hmm. and then that very nice shot in front of the building that they all go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, Mm -hmm. ooh, this is another observation I made. With Moraine's character being injured Mm -hmm. and, like, Mm sidelined, I'm feeling like Rosamund Pike is the lead of this show. Like, she's carrying it. Her and Daniel Henney are, if I have to pick Mm -hmm. anyone, they are the stars of the show right now. (laughs) And... I'm so, so excited Mm -hmm. for our Emmons Field characters to get out of this kind of, I want to do this, Mm -hmm. I want to do that. The only character that I'm I'm really kind of liking Mm -hmm. the differences now after thinking about it, I really like Matt. I really like... Me too. Me too. He's a little bit more complex, Mm -hmm. and I love how... Him and Rand are kind of off doing their thing, and Rand is yelling, Equine! <laughs> and Matt's like, My what friend, are you, doing? are you trying to kill us? Yeah. And this is and this is something where in Eye of the World, this would work because they are children. Mm-hmm. But Rand is an adult. He should know better than shouting mm-hmm. in an echoey expansive location yeah 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 and I it was kind of just like one of those moments where I'm like you know Mm -hmm. someone needs to be here to kind of like I think tell these kids to well and I'm thinking more naive like they still are kind of two rivers fresh yeah yeah Yeah. like they've just left their their happy little easy life and he's not necessarily thinking danger all the time he's thinking where if you've been on the run 
from monsters for I don't know Days. how long the time the expanse of time has gone between these two episodes. Yeah. I'd guess a couple of weeks, maybe okay. like three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. You'd think that he'd pick up to be careful by now. It's it's always in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. It's been nonstop running and attacks. Yeah. So come on. Come on, Rand. So I don't know if they're maybe trying to make him kind of like the unlikable hero because the way that he's treating Egwene too is kind of like yeah where she's like I just want you to not hate me like I just want us to be okay like I still care for you and he's being kind of mean with her that changes once they get to Shadow or Lugoth Mm -hmm. and I think I I don't think this means they're together now I think they're both just scared Mm -hmm. and needing company Which sucks because they both know that it's not going to work. Yeah. She's, yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah. I think they know that. So. Well, it's it's going to be interesting to, well, he knows that she's not going to be satisfied going back to the two rivers. Yeah. I mean, she just said like, what did she say that she won't become a wisdom Mm -hmm. anymore? But then because Nynaeve's dead, but then Egwene shows her, or then Moraine shows her she can channel. Mm -hmm. She lights the fire with Perrin later. Mm -hmm. I think she's already primed Mm -hmm. for the White Tower now. Yes, very much so. I don't think there's any confusion about that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much Rand actually knows Mm -hmm. because it happened at night and it was dark. I don't know if he was maybe spying on them or whatever yeah i don't think that rand thinks that they're going to get back together because he needs space right now she broke things off with him and he in my opinion he's feeling like maybe he needs to distance himself from her because he still has feelings for her and they can't just keep hurting each other by getting close and getting pulled away Mm -hmm. again like, you have to have, like, a there has to be a clean break. Mm-hmm. And he might need a little bit of time to be able to mend his feelings about their situation, their breakup, yeah. their whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Hello, friends. It's time for a new ad. There's so much happening in the Wheel of Time world, and we have opportunities for you to help us continue to create quality Wheel of Time content. If you would like to help, rate us wherever you listen. This helps other people find the podcast. You can also join us on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Help create the show by joining us on Patreon. We have four different tiers with perks ranging from shoutouts to bonus content to merch not found in our Threadless store. Speaking of the Threadless shop, it's absolutely bursting with beautiful Wheel of Time designs and various items to put them on. Need a Wolf Brother t-shirt? It's there. A first sister pin to send to your bestie? We've got them. How about a White Tower dropout sweatshirt? You know Amber made one. The point is, we love the Wheel of Time. You love the Wheel of Time. Go get some merch that shows it. You can find links for Patreon and our Threadless shop in our show notes. One last thing. You guys are the best. Your support means the world to us. Thank you for being the amazing people, humans, 
sentient creatures that you are and keeping us company on the road to Tarvalin. Well, and I mean, maybe for that purpose, it's it's not a bad thing that Rand and Matt are separated together instead of being like mm-hmm. Rand and Egwene separated yeah. together or even... Oh, could you imagine if it was just a couple like bickering the whole time? Gross. Like, you did this, you're doing that, <laughs> you're going to the White Tower, you wanted to be it with some... Yeah. no. No, we want to be the Dragon Reborn. Rand and Matt together are so much more entertaining than it would have been had it been Rand and Egwene. And speaking of entertainment, these Emmonsfield kids, okay, everyone except Nynaeve because she's perfection. She's not involved in this conversation. Okay. (laughs) All of these Emmonsfield kids are, I just, uh, they're doing. Their stuff that they do in Eye of the World that makes me kind of like grind my teeth. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we get to Tom, I'm just like, oh, thank the light. Right? Thank the creator. Yeah. We have an adult now. Yes. We have an adult. Yes. Someone is going to set everything straight. Yep. I don't have to get frustrated anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was so good mm-hmm. to see Tom and his. And his jacket on the underside of his jacket yep. with, like, the patchwork quilt on the underside. And he was singing a song, and I've had it stuck in my head for days. <laughs> and he's hot. He's not a withered, old-looking man that does backflips. Back no. No. <laughs> no, this is, this is an attractive man for sure. Yeah. 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 I really, I like this introduction of him, the one that comes out in episode three. I just think it's, it's almost better yeah. than if he would have been in Emmons Field the night that everything happened. You know, like there was mm-hmm. already enough happening in that scene mm-hmm. to add Tom to it and to try to introduce him. Would it have mm-hmm. made sense? Maybe, maybe not. But this, and I also think, and I mean... It would have been overwhelming. Yes. Because it's like, here, it's Pot on Fane, the peddler. Yeah. Here, it's Tom Marilyn, the glee man. Mm-hmm. And people who didn't read the books would be like, who the hell are all these yeah. people? And Why get their names confused. Matter? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like that there's kind of like introductions of ideas, people, places mm-hmm. scattered throughout. And in episode three in particular... The innkeeper that they're talking to when she's like Dana, yeah, she's like I would I would go to the Stone of Tear and I would go see this thing and I would go see that mm-hmm. thing. Like we are given the scope of the world that we will be traveling in mm-hmm. without having to be on the adventure for very long, and I like that. That's almost kind of taking over. The moment of Bale Doman mm-hmm. on the spray, mm-hmm. being like, I've seen this here and I've been in this part of the it world is the there. And I've seen that will draw you on. Yeah. 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 I love that. And- is Bale Doman in the series, in the TV series? I don't think we've, mm-hmm. we have a cast from a casting. Um... He do be someone I'd be looking forward he, to seeing. He do be. <laughs> And I mean, there's always the opportunity to bring some of these characters in later. Absolutely. The problem is with just how 
how many, I'm going to say minor characters Mm -hmm. and do the like quotation marks. Right. We have so many minor characters that to us kind of feel like more like side characters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Or yeah. That cutting any of them that like you have a favorite of is sad. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's unrealistic because you can't have, I can't Eight POVs I can't in have one all episode. My favorites. I just can't. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I understand. I mean, think how think how choppy that mm-hmm. would be if you're five minutes with Moraine, you're ten minutes with Matt and mm-hmm. Rand, and then you're five minutes with you know, like you yep. can't. Yeah, it, it would just be too jarring. It works well in a book, you know. Like their yeah, their yeah. travel it's... sequence in the book is really I mean mm-hmm. it can get a little it can get a little slow feeling mm-hmm. but overall it's just so pleasant. I would say that the wheel of time is much, much harder to adapt than Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. George R. R. Martin was a screenwriter, like he wrote for television. Oh. And the way that he wrote Game of Thrones was in a similar manner. So I can see that. It was a lot. He, yeah, he worked on Beauty and the Beast. I didn't know like, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's wild. But I just, it's, it's really incredible what the Amazon team mm-hmm. has been able to do mm-hmm. in only three episodes. I am impressed. I am impressed. I really, really, mm-hmm. really am. I mean, we have talked so often about our fears and our hopes and whatnot. And I, of course, have looked at some of the reviews online on Amazon's website in regards to it. And I do have to Mm -hmm. say that it's more disappointing hearing the negativity and the negative reviews than it is just the fact that it's being negatively reviewed. Like, it's not people hating the show. It's people hating that it's not the Wheel of Time series in exact book form Mm -hmm. as a TV show. And so I don't feel as though that that's fair. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think you're right. Everyone has their mind's eye of how characters are in your head when you're reading. Mm -hmm. And with the Wheel of Time, there's a lot to kind of be imagined Mm -hmm. like we have a lot of unreliable narrators where you can kind of just like make your own mind up Mm -hmm. over whether this character is lying to themselves Mm -hmm. or being 100% trustworthy and when when you put that onto the screen it's it's not going to be the same you can't have inner monologues Mm and I'm I'm not going to lie, like, there are things that I don't like about the series, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting on my computer like, I will never watch this <laughs> show. It's garbage. Rand isn't even the main uh... character. And then you have other people saying, why is Rand the main character? He's so boring. And it's like, I don't you just know. Can't, you can't please everyone, and that's okay. <laughs> like... It's just crazy that this story is so impactful to people Mm -hmm. that they are outraged. 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 And it's like, That the book doesn't match their headcanon. 
Yeah, guys, yeah. guys, and I think people, ladies, gentlemen, everyone. I think the everyone. thing that, in my opinion, and this I think is what helped me with my mm-hmm. personal headcanon adjustments, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, I am a very white, white girl. I mm-hmm. come from a very conservative background, and so mm-hmm. the majority of my community exposure has also been a lot of other white people. So when I read Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. all of the main characters kind of looked like me, unless it was like yeah. very specifically pointed out the darkness of but the that's skin complete, tone. Exactly. That's completely normal. So there I mean, are that's, millions that's... of people reading this book all over the world, all mm-hmm. creating their own headcanons, their own... Everywhere you go. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I love it when it becomes musical. I think this gives an opportunity for everyone to get a piece of their headcanon on Mm -hmm. screen. And I think we should be grateful and thankful that the showrunners decided this was a direction to take. Mm -hmm. It's refreshing to see this level of diversity. Like when um, Zoe, what's her... uh, Who's the actress? Robbins. Yes. When she said that she got to use her natural hair as part of mm-hmm. her braid, that was so moving. Yeah, they used her natural hair texture so they didn't like flat iron her hair and give her right a white girl braid, like an Elsa from Frozen braid. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like they gave her her braid. Thank the light. No kidding exactly like staying it's, true it's to necessary humans. exactly mm-hmm. like if we want this to be a worldwide success then it needs to be representative a worldwide cast exactly yeah. and i think that they have done a beautiful job with that so far i'm very happy i mean have you seen how many languages that the ep- episodes are dubbed in no i didn't even I'm, look I, i've never in my life seen that Ever. That's amazing. Ever. Never. I think it was like I'm like the list was like <clears throat> this long. It I think it I think it's more than like I'm not gonna say a number because I'm not sure, but it was a lot. Yeah. And a lot more than I expected. Well, and I mean we we kind of encounter this as well. I think the last time we checked, we've our podcast has been listened to in over 60 countries. And I mean, really, mm-hmm. what other topic? That is this niche. I've been, yeah, could we I have cover no idea. That would touch on 60 different countries. It's really I have incredible. No idea. Yeah. Speaking of, every time I look at the list of people, like where people are at that listen to us, I don't even know what to say. Right. Like everyone, like thanks. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's just it's it's really amazing. It's surreal. The community is amazing. Yes. Like it's one of those things where it's like, is this, is this real life? Is this real life? Yeah. <laughs> is this really happening? So my opinion so far over the first three episodes, and I know we're gonna watch episode three together. And I'm really excited because mm-hmm. there are definitely some moments where I'm like, Amber, mm-hmm. Amber, look at this. So, I mean, my enthusiasm, I feel as though Mm -hmm. like getting an opportunity to kind of like watch this before and then come back and get to watch it with you is going to be a Mm -hmm. fun way to do this because you and I pick up on different things and I love that. And so like 
I can't wait to see the parts that you're looking forward to seeing. And I'll shout, I'll shout, pause, 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 <laughs> very quickly. I'm here for I, it. I'm excited. I want to say, because I don't think, I think I started to say this and didn't finish my sentence, <laughs> but I probably interrupted you. I'm really looking forward to when our Emmons Field characters oh, yeah. come into their own. Because right now, I feel like they're being held together by tape and glue. And if you pull out a magnifying glass, you're going to see that they're just kind of like, they're not fully formed mm. yet. They're not in their, not even like their middle yeah. state yet. You know, I still, I still remember being in my early, early 20s and definitely yeah. not feeling as though I knew who I was, what but the hell thinking is going that on? maybe I knew a little yeah. bit of everything. Um, I think, yeah, but I'm just, I'm just saying for a watchability factor, like I'm not talking about mm -hmm. their personalities and stuff. I'm just saying like, as a viewer, mm -hmm. I'm going to need them to speed that up mm -hmm. because we know what's happening with Moraine. Right. She does not stay around the whole time. Yeah. So, they have to be kind of fast-tracked mm. into a little bit more responsible and reasonable. I think once Egwene gets to the White Tower, that's going to be a whole new setting mm -hmm. with a lot of interesting people mm -hmm. and a lot mm -hmm. to discuss. Mm -hmm. So Egwene can take her time. She's in the setting with other people where we're going to probably mm. meet the daughter heir, which I can't wait for. Mm -hmm. We are going to meet some of the other Aes Sedai. Maybe we'll get an Elida. Maybe we'll get a Varen. Can't Ooh. wait. We know Matt's trajectory, and it's awesome. I'm really looking forward to the kind of, like, compatibility between Matt and Tom. Mm -hmm. What I've seen in episode three is amazing, mm -hmm. and I feel like they vibe really well. I agree. Yeah. Perrin, he needs his Aiel posse, I think, and Fael. To, like, fully come into his own. Yeah, because he's... I just don't know how they're going to do it. If he's mourning his dead wife that he killed, that people are saying is a dark friend, mm -hmm. I can't see him just one day waking up and being like, oh, I have a crush on Fael. Mm -hmm. Unless, like, she literally, like, beats his love. Like, you will love me! <laughs> I mean, that's possible. She kind of does that anyway. She's like, I'm just going to keep following you. Yeah, our, our, Emin, our, our Emmons Field characters need their posse. They like, do. their new posse. Yeah. You know, like, Matt needs the band. Perrin needs his... His his wolves, Fael. He needs his Manethrin banner, flag, yeah, posse. wolf head banner. Yeah, and it's just, it's hard for me because I know where the story is going, and I'm just like, just get there already. <laughs> I can't, I don't like the bickering between Rand and Egwene. It's sad. I'm ready for Faldara. I'm ready for the Blight. I'm ready to, like, like let's get this season going i think like, where they end episode three is going to give us a, an opportunity for some very interesting momentum because it's the 
The red yeah. with Leandrin. Yeah, bringing in yeah. Loghain. Um, yes. Oh, and that's another thing I totally forgot about. Like, how much of Loghain are we going to get? Like, there's, I mean, there's, how many episodes are left? Five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have, there's only, there's only five episodes left. <laughs> how are they going to do this? I don't know. I I mean I think we kind of had it broken down at the end of episode two that the first two episodes pulled mostly all the way through to like what chapter nineteen or something like that. Okay. But I feel in some ways, and I'll have to kind of like check in a little bit when we're watching it again. I feel like chapter, or I'm sorry, episode three was like a really condensed version of some parts. But also, but not others. Yeah, it was almost like the the most slowly advancing of the three episodes so far, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because I mean, at this point, they've all separated, but mm-hmm. we haven't really kind of reconvened on. They're just they're stumbling. It's like yeah. they're stumbling through the dark. They're, right they're now trying to t- figure it out. The, the only direction they have right now is we're going east. We're yeah. gonna make the best of it. So I I like where it is. I think that I think that the pace that they're giving the show is really good. I am impressed with how it's been written. Because I mean they're even gonna be including stuff for New Spring too. So how are they fitting all of that in in the next five episodes? That's I'm just I'm so worried about this kind of I don't I don't know how to explain it really. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a choppiness to it where I can tell. They're trying to get to yeah. the next yeah. spot, the next place, the next mm-hmm. moment. And I want to say maybe Amazon Prime. I know you're listening. Aren't, aren't I haven't said always? that in so long. I know. You don't have to. We just know. <laughs> give us give us at least 10 episodes next season. Yeah. At least 10. Come on now. Don't be stingy. Can you imagine the production schedule for 10 episodes like this, though? My God, it sounds exhausting. I feel like eight's almost pushing it. But it depends. It really depends on what they're filming. Because if mm. we're going to do... That's true. Four episodes in the t- White Tower, mm. then you're just like in one location yep. with the same people. Yeah. But... The way things are set up now while they're traveling mm-hmm. and they're running into new characters all along the way, I think that'll take much more planning. Yeah, yeah. Much more prepping. I mean, I can't believe that they've even got this done <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. Right. It's shut down after shutdown, and yep. it finally came. We finally have the show. It's finally here. It's it good. felt like it was never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I felt like this was never going to happen. Right. I always, whenever something like this is like hanging out there waiting to happen for me, I'm always like, what is the thing that is going to derail this from happening? So until it's like actually really visually right there in front of me, it's not real yet. Even with all the teasers and everything, I was like, nope, mm-hmm. not real until I actually see it. And then it was totally worth the wait. It was great. Then it was there. Then it was there. Yeah. I'm ready for new locations. I'm ready for new characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think that sums it up. Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm 
there are a lot of extras along with this as well for us to kind of like dig into and I mean, we haven't even really talked too much about like costumes and sets and stuff. I mean, we did get a little, a little sidetracked about yeah. set design last time. No complaints. That was super fun. Um, I really, really like the costumes. Yeah, yeah. I think they, I think they could have maybe dirtied people up a little bit, mm-hmm. but then there might be the possibility that. Moraine is kind of like keeping them clean ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was it? Rand, Matt, Perrin, and Egwene. They both took a swim last episode. Yeah. yeah. And kind of looked like. Yeah, Rat. Rat? <laughs> Should not be <laughs> the combined no, name sh- of no. Matt and Rand. <laughs> we are shipping. We are shipping Matt and Rand together now. They will be known as Rat or Mand. <laughs> I like rat better. It could be rat manned. Rat manned. Yes. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. With Matt and Rand, I said they could dirty them up. They took a swim. Okay, so Matt, Too worse for wear. Thank you. Matt and Rand look okay. You know? Like... Yeah. They look like they got a bit tumbled, but they're more or less okay. And I think that that's mm-hmm. probably because they used that log to float across the river. So, like, they didn't get quite as drenched <laughs> as uh, Perrin and Egwene. But I think they're Titanic, they're Rose and Jack <laughs> moment. I'll never, I'll never let you drown, I'll never rat. let go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let go, rat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But Perrin and, and Egwene, like, they jumped. So they were completely submersed in the water and then tumbled around. I think... Did you see how high that wall is? Yes. I mean, yes, that I of, did. That high of, of an impact can break bones for one, but yep. it might mess up your clothes as well, right. like, rip your clothes. Well, and I think, like, Whew. for the two of them, they look a bit more chapped and weathered in a way than Matt and Rand did. At least that's mm-hmm. how it felt when I was kind of like re-watching that. I noticed Perrin has chapped lips. Mm-hmm. So like it looks like they're dehydrated. Yep. Maybe they haven't had anything to drink. There's a, They've been running a lot. Yeah, there's no real place for shelter through the area that they're running through. It's all mm-hmm. very exposed and open. So no protection from the wind. It's obviously mm-hmm. not super warm that like that suede jacket though that iguana is wearing don't you think that that would get completely ruined after it's wet i don't know heavy for sure Ooh, wow i didn't even think of that anything wool that they might have been wearing like Nynaeve is always talking about good two rivers woolens like wool actually absorbs three times its weight in water and so the fact that they were even able to, to wade swim. out of a river yeah. is kind of amazing. Like, we think about our mm-hmm. fabrics are quick, dry, light fabrics. But, like, mm-hmm. wool and rivers was a leading cause of death in, like, the 15th, 16th century, roughly, in Europe. Besides childbirth. Right. Yeah. That one was up there, too, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> 
sorry. Now I'm like running through all the statistics I know about like childbirth death rates and maternal death rates during that period of time. Who needs to know that? But it's it's really interesting. Like I'm, I almost, I don't know. I feel like how cool would it would it be for them to by the time they get like Egwene gets to Tarvalin, mm-hmm. her clothes are just trash. Because she has right because she's gonna get her white. Mm-hmm. novice or accepted outfit yep so oh, oh. they might they might as well just destroy it they they can and they should but what i think is gonna happen i'm like kind of running the trailer through my head i, fi- I feel like i finally just started waking up um hello I know. <laughs> welcome back i'm here with my friend tracy <laughs> i'm here with my friend amber um and my brain rejoined us. It was nice. Um, <laughs> mornings are so rough for me sometimes. They are going to meet back up with Moraine and Lan mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And it looks mm-hmm. as though we're going to get a Waygate trip. And in at the end, yeah, yeah. In the in the things that we've seen so far, it looks as though Gwen is still wearing that outfit. So. Are they mm-hmm. taking the waygate to Faldara? I would imagine they take a waygate from Tarvalin to oh. Faldara. See, and I'm thinking it's going to be like they regroup and like somehow the story comes about and Moraine is like, well, we need to get to the eye of the world. And so it kind of still takes that same bounce over to Faldara, Faldara. before they go mm-hmm. to Tarvalin because I cannot see a queen getting to Tarvalin and then. Leaving. leaving or being allowed to leave because if she was written down to the novice mm-hmm. book right away i don't really see them giving like day trips to the novices you know i think <laughs> okay okay i got it i got it okay they're all taviran they're all potential dragon reborn moraine doesn't know which one needs to be at the eye of the world so she brings them all, all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they bring Egwene and Nynaeve back at the end. So then there would be an opportunity Maybe. for Egwene and Nynaeve to both show up in rags at mm-hmm. the White Tower, which would be really interesting considering what we know about the former wisdom and Nynaeve's story around her and oh, how she showed gosh. up like that. And like, How good would that be, though? I mean, we saw in the... There's a little teaser trailer where Nynaeve and Egwene are reunited. Mm-hmm. And she says, Nynaeve, and she goes running and just, like, tackles her in this big hug. Oh, be still my heart. <laughs> you mean it wasn't with Bella? <laughs> I know, right? Bella! I, I much prefer, yeah, I much prefer how it is in the show. Same. But I don't think from that, from that moment of footage that we got they looked particularly as disheveled as they could right yeah I agree they do they do seem a bit tidier than I would have expected Mm -hmm. and at the same time like I suddenly just remembered how like when Perrin and Egwene in the book like leave Shadar Lagoth Egwene has Bella she has her saddlebag she has a brush you know, she's got, mm-hmm. like, all of these things to kind of, like, she's mm-hmm. the one who starts a fire for herself, so she was already dry and mm-hmm. warm by the time Perrin found her. So I feel as though, like, a queen looking 
kind of tidy is very a esque you know? Yes. Like she would have done anything she could to just kind of, and I get that feeling, like especially when mm-hmm. I feel terrible, it is almost more important for me to feel pulled together in some way. But you can't hide. Oh no, not at all. Dirt right. from traveling, mm-hmm. like being on the road, like or like how chapped their lips are and things like that. I'm living in the 20th century. If I go camping for a week, like I've been, like I've done like through hiking before, mm-hmm. like throughout like Germany where we walk for days. I don't do it anymore because my body is worthless. <laughs> but Fuck you, I know body. how I. Yeah, like, I know how I look like after being in nature just for a couple of days. I'm not talking about being thrown in a river, running away from wolves, stuff like that. So I think it would be cool for them to, like, really... Dirty them up. Mess them up. Yeah. Yeah, Get them real messy. Yeah. I agree. I would like that. I I want this to continue on this gritty path. And, I mean, really, I think... That might actually be a really great transition to move over to watching the episode if you want to. Because, I mean, it starts with Nynaeve getting dragged by that Trolloc, and that is, like, dirty and mucky. Yeah, and also, one last thought. Please. It would really make a big show and difference between the Aes Sedai and everyone else. Yes. Because I feel like if we kind of, like dirtied everyone up yep. just a little yep. bit when we see the Aes Sedai who are pretty much sparkling. Christine. It will be so, so easy to spot. Yeah. And I think too, this is one of the reasons that that worked for Moraine when she has the encounter with the white cloaks because she had been stabbed with a trollic yep. braid. She was not looking hot. Nope. No. So maybe that helped her a little maybe. bit. Like maybe she wasn't so She definitely did not look dry clean. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she didn't look immortal. Mm-hmm. She was wounded yeah. and very human in appearance, you know? So Pale. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's interesting. Like so it. onward to watching. Yeah, go for it. Say goodbye, Tracy. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye, Tracy. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't include that. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to export. Thanks so much for joining us. We will continue to release new episodes every Wednesday. We would love if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave us reviews, and share us with your friends in the Wheel of Time community. Let us know what you thought of our content. Correct us. Send us things we may have missed. You can find links to our email and social media accounts in the show notes. And if you have the Anchor app, leave a voice message for us to play in upcoming episodes. We also have a website where you can find links to our Discord channel, social media platforms, and merch shop. So until next week, thanks for joining us on the road to Tarvalin.